Welcome back to the How to Become a Doctor podcast. I'm Afrida, a second year medical student at UCL. On this podcast, we bring you all the information we wished we knew when applying to medicine and throughout our time in medical school, through interviewing inspiring guests in the healthcare world, talking to organisations including the King's Fund and the GMC, and sharing our experiences as mentors and mock interviewers. No contacts in the medical field? No problem! In our Specialty Spotlight series, we're giving you a front row seat to interviews with the doctors in all the different medical specialties. We find out what their day job is really like, their top tips for aspiring and current medical students, and what they would tell their younger self. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at how to become a doctor with doctor spelt dr to keep up to date with everything we're doing. So, without further ado... Hi everyone! Welcome back to the How to Become a Doctor podcast and today we're going to be having a debut episode on our interpolation series. Now we're joined by someone I'm sure a lot of you know, she's been on her before and without further ado let me introduce to you lovely lovely Sylvia. Hi everyone it's so lovely to be invited to speak to you all once again. For those of you that may not know, my name is Sylvia. Um, I'm a fifth year medical student at UCL, and I'm so honoured to be here again to talk all about my intercalated BSc. Perfect. So Sylvia, I know that you did your intercalation in year three, because that's how it works at UCL, and you did it in clinical sciences. Could you tell us a little bit about, you know, what that actually entailed in terms of the course structure and how you found it as a whole? Yes, absolutely. So clinical sciences was honestly one of the broadest BSCs available at UCL. So it's really hard to, you know, describe everything that was involved. But to put it briefly, it was a mix of hands-on clinical skills, an opportunity to go on wards for a prolonged period of time and actually get hands-on in a clinical environment, as well as a mix of things like ethics debates, medical ethics, different principles involved in medical research, and also an opportunity to take some optional modules. And so um, a lot of us, myself included, took part in perioperative care modules. So this involved mm-hmm. a bit more insight into anesthetics and the various points of the kind of surgical journey. So it was a real mix of things and probably, you know, one of the broadest BSCs that I've come across in any medical school, to be honest. So yeah, it really was an exciting experience in terms of how I found it. Absolutely amazing. Um, one of the best years I've had at university so far. Wow. It definitely was, yep, it definitely was a challenging year, but um, one of the most rewarding years as well. So um, yeah, absolutely. I recommend it to everyone that I speak to at UCL. So if that says um, something, there you are. Ah, so obviously by now, medical students would have had, you know, at least two proper preclinical years. And at UCL, this is very lecture heavy, nine to five, super busy schedule with labs, seminars, lectures, everything, you know, what do we not have? But how does this change from then compared to your, you know, integrated BSc? Yeah, absolutely. I think you've described the preclinical years perfectly there. Um, So in terms of the BSc, I think, you know, the one big thing that I really liked was just you go from at UCL, a lecture theatre full of 350 people to, you know, a BSc group of, you know, 11, 12 of us, which I absolutely loved. I missed that aspect of being in a very kind of small classroom type teaching so you know that was one big difference just the smaller um, size of the cohort and then there were elements of having a lot more interactive teaching so in the lecture theatre we're very used to didactic teaching but when it came to the clinical sciences teaching it was very much 
in a seminar room talking, discussing, and really interacting, which I found far more engaging than you know most of the content that we'd covered in the first two years at medical school. There was obviously, as I've mentioned, the hands-on element of it, so a lot more practical-based teaching and scenarios and the clinical skills as a specific aspect I really enjoyed. But in terms of the contact hours, I would say it had a lot more of a nine-to-five sort of feel. So compared to other BSCs, there were a lot more contact hours, but it didn't feel as difficult or as draining as it does during the preclinical years where you're sitting in a lecture theater, you know, one lecture after another. So I'd definitely say, despite the increased contact hours um, compared to other BSCs, it was definitely engaging and enjoyable. Okay, so it definitely sounds like, you know, a worthwhile BSC, even though you do have a lot of time commitment. What are the course assessments like, as in how do you get assessed at the end of the year, throughout the year? What kind of format? There's a really big variety, and I'd say this is another key difference. So there was a big element of coursework, and I feel like, um, you know, especially comparing it to the first years at UCL, you're very much used to doing a little bit of maybe, you know, an essay here, an essay there, mm-hmm. some portfolio stuff, and then your real exams are at the very end of the year. But with the clinical sciences BSc, from the very first term, you're handing a lot of coursework, which counts for your final marks. You're doing things like debates as part of your, you know, final uh, mark for that module. And also the group work aspect of it was something quite different and also had a bearing from the very first term. So there was a mix of written assessments, but also coursework based things, which was a bit of a change. And clinical sciences at UCL were notorious for having a lot more exams during the first term. And mm-hmm. although when I was thinking about the BSEs, it scared me a little bit, I realized that actually I enjoyed getting that all out the way in the first term and then really being able to focus and, you know, immerse myself um, in the research project towards the end of the year. Yeah, I definitely agree on, you know, getting things out earlier in the year. Otherwise, you become a bundle of stress by the end of it. Absolutely. Um, In terms of research, how much of an opportunity do you have to actually publish research or partake in research? And do you have to at any point, you know, write a dissertation depending on the topics that you pick? Yeah, so a dissertation is a big component of, I would say, you know, any BSc really um, at UCL. So the research project does involve a dissertation. And in terms of the extent to which you can get involved in research and, you know, the potential to publish, I would say it's very dependent on you as an individual. There is scope with any type of research you do, whether that be in clinical sciences or otherwise. It really is in your hands as to the extent that you are proactive and you look for opportunities to take this research forward and, you know, continue working on it past your BSc as well. So there's definitely an element of being able to really immerse yourself in research. And I definitely, you know, had a project where I was hands on and had very supportive supervisors who I took the initiative to meet with regularly um, and took my research forward, you know, past the BSc, past my dissertation and, you know, applied to various prizes and awards and that sort of thing. So there's always the scope to publish. And this is really up to you to doing the research, seeing what's out there. And that will all be part of the literature review aspect before, you know, you endeavour in any research, really. But um, I would say there's always the potential and it's really in your hands and obviously turning to more experienced supervisors as well to find those opportunities. But um, you can always do so much. And that's one thing I really learned over the BSc, how just one bit of research you can do so much with. Sounds exciting. I can tell, you know, you've really enjoyed your time (laughs) that year. Um, But on the whole, before you started your intercalation and, you know, when going through the application process, what was it that actually made you choose to integrate in clinical sciences? 
Was it relevant to any career aspirations or, you know, was it just an interest that you wanted to pursue for the year? In some respects, I would say I actually had it quite easy because I knew that I really wanted to do a BSc where there was a big clinical element to it. I really wanted that patient interaction hands-on. I really wanted that feeling of, you know, remind remind me why I want to be a doctor. Get get me to the clinical part of it. And I really feel like the two <laughs> first two years at UCL really does make you feel as though, you know, you're very thrown into the science element of it. And you don't have that patient interaction element um, on the forefront. So I was really keen to have that as part of my BSc. And when it came to the options at UCL, there were basically two BSCs at that point, one being clinical sciences and the other one being a primary care BSc that offered that patient interaction I wanted. And when I spoke to past students, when I went to the kind of careers open day and things for these BSCs, I really got a sense that actually these were offering exactly what I wanted the examination styles for both suited me. And it really sounded like the sort of year that I would enjoy and get a lot out of as well. So in that respect, you know, I, I knew what I wanted and it made it easier. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone has have their own reasons. And um, I thought that, you know, those options suited my desire at that point. Lovely. So at UCL, I know that there are only a certain number of spaces per, you know, intercalation. And that sort of determines how competitive it is to get into that intercalation. How competitive was your application for clinical sciences? Did it involve, you know, having to get a certain mark in any of your modules or, you know, in the year or applying with a personal statement or something like that? Yeah, so I know this process has changed a little bit since my time, but we had to write a statement, so a bit like a personal statement. And during the open day for clinical sciences specifically, um, the course director did kind of talk about the sort of student she wanted applying and the sorts of things they looked for, which was really useful. And essentially, you know, there really was no prerequisite other than being very well informed as to what the course involved and what sort of skill set you could bring forward. I think it's quite easy to get bogged down on, you know, how much research have I done before? Um, What makes my application competitive? But the main things that the clinical sciences director was looking for that I got a sense for was, you know, how well informed are you? How dedicated are you to really immersing yourself in this BSc and the enthusiasm that you're bringing to it. And so I thought all those elements was really what I needed to incorporate within the personal statement. There was the scope to have, you know, increase in numbers of students if the application were, applications were strong. And I would say that pretty much all of us that wanted to do it did have the opportunity, you know, bar a couple of students who perhaps didn't come across as really understanding what the mm-hmm. clinical sciences BSc was about, um, and perhaps some students that didn't progress into third year and were, you know, redoing second year. But other than that, I felt like, you know, all of us that wanted to be on it were pretty much accepted um, and showed that insight, which meant that, you know, the course director wanted us on. Having gone through the year now, do you have any particular advice or top tips for students who are interested in, in uh, interested in integrating in clinical sciences? As in, you know, how can students make the most of the year and, you know, get the best result by the end? Yes, sure. So I feel like it's quite easy to think that the BSc is just another thing on your CV, um, you know, potentially another point in the future and get bogged down on, you know, what class of degree do I get? But I really think an integrated BSc goes far, far beyond this. It's an opportunity to network with researchers. And sometimes that's a very difficult field to get your foot in um, as a medical student. So the opportunity to do a BSc and actually be exposed to individuals in research who, you know, play a really big role in research themselves is fantastic. And like I always say, can go beyond the BSc year. In terms of making the most of it, I would say you really need to be proactive and independent. It was all about making 
network and connections with others, but being the individual to chase things up, being that person that arranged meetings, contacted your supervisors. You also had, you know, when it came to the research BSc, a big element of having to sift through the papers and the publication database out there and understand what research already existed and to be able to do those literature reviews. And also things like being familiar with various referencing styles, um, understanding how to even search a publication database. So those kind of logistics as well. So I think at the end of the day, making the most of that year is really in your hands. You get as much out of it as you put in. So being proactive, enthusiastic um, and really looking for opportunities is the way to go about making the most of the year for sure. And I think what I really learned was there's so much you can get out of a BSc. And that isn't just a degree and you know an amazing degree class too so um, there are so many opportunities for those that seek it. Absolutely so you've covered quite a lot of things in a short span of. There's sorry there's so much honking because of the petrol station outside. Okay cool. I can't tell. Can you not? Oh okay amazing fine no. I'm then sorry. Um, you've, covered, you've covered so much within a short span of time um, so just as a really quick summary, why would or would you not recommend someone integrate in clinical sciences? So positives, negatives, a kind of person that you would suggest, you know, maybe go for something else. Honestly, I think clinical sciences can absolutely be for everyone and anyone, because at the end of the day, I think the attributes that it sets you up with is the sorts of qualities you will want as a future doctor. So, you know, if you want to be a doctor in the future, clinical sciences is absolutely going to help you do that. Um, I think the only reason I would kind of reconsider clinical sciences is if you're an individual who perhaps doesn't want to spend the whole BSc year really dedicating yourself to the degree. If you're someone that perhaps, and it's absolutely fine if, you know, you want to maybe have a BSc with less contact hours because you want to pursue other extracurriculars, you want to pursue other interests in that year. And a lot of individuals do a BSc year for that reason, something that gives them a little bit more free time to pursue other interests. But from my experience, I definitely say clinical sciences was definitely one of the more full-on integrated BSCs. But that's absolutely why I enjoyed it. It was full of opportunities and it was broad enough for me to really find something that I was passionate about and to be able to take this forward. So I would say, you know, it absolutely is for everyone as long as you've got that enthusiasm and dedication to make the most of the year. Perfect. If you were given the opportunity to integrate again, keeping clinical sciences, would you do it and why? Absolutely. And why would I do it? Because I got so much out of it. And, you know, I learned so many skills that I really think that the things that I've learned over the course of that year is absolutely going to make me a better doctor in the future if it, you know, hasn't already made me a better medical student. So, um, yes, without hesitation, I would do it all over again, despite all the hard work that did go into the whole year. Well, it shows that it is really worth it. Um, okay. So you say you would do it. Are there any particular BSCs you would consider? something completely removed from clinical sciences or something along the same sort of path? To be honest, I had so many different kind of phases throughout first and second year thinking I might want to do something very essay based. Mm -hmm. So from the very beginning, I think it was kind of the history and philosophy of medicine that really drew me at UCL. It was a very essay based kind of history based subject. I um, did that as an SSC. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to. So I thought, you know, exploring it with a BSc would be amazing. One of the reasons I even, you know, was drawn to medicine in the first place was doing medicine through time in my history GCSE. So I kind of thought, you know what, I loved that. Maybe I'd love this as a BSc. Um, so that was definitely kind of a consideration. 
The primary care BSc was also one I applied for because I do have a very strong interest in primary care. Um, but unfortunately, only two of us in the year actually applied to that. And so they couldn't run the BSc because the minimum number was oh. five students. So, you know, unfortunately, that was that was something that couldn't go forward. But yeah, I feel like, you know, there are so many, you are really spoiled for choice, especially at UCL. Um, but after speaking to students and recognizing the breadth of clinical sciences, I think that's what really drew me to it. And, um, you know, absolutely don't regret it at all. My God, it's going to be tough for me to choose this Christmas break. Um, <laughs> I think so. To bring the episode to a close, we've got, you know, your traditional last few reflective questions. Um, first of all, what has been your proudest achievement so far? I know it's been a while since we last spoke to you. So has this changed? Oh, gosh, there are so many. I think perhaps the one I'm going to choose and is very relevant to the topic at hand is probably um, being awarded the Jane Dacre Award at UCL for the best laboratory based research across the BSCs. And, you know, more than just having an award to my name, I think it's the fact that I ended up on a project that I didn't expect to be on kind of overnight due to the pandemic. I had to become very familiar with kind of computing programs and all sorts of new things. And to be able to have done that virtually through a pandemic, receiving that award kind of meant a lot. And I felt reflected a lot of the hard work I'd put into the BSc itself. So um, I'd probably say that's definitely one of my proudest achievements and probably well suited to this podcast as well. Sounds commendable. Congratulations. Thank you. What is your take-home message to medical students who are maybe unsure of whether they want to intercalate or not? I would say absolutely do it. Um, I know some people are being put off because it no longer counts for a point for the uh, foundation year applications. But I would say um, definitely do it. It's an opportunity where you only have to take a year out of kind of your medical training. You know, you walk away with firstly a whole degree over one just one year which is amazing in itself but also it gives you a chance to really explore research which you don't really get a chance to do in other aspects of the medical course itself and it really will mold you as a doctor and perhaps even inform you as to whether or not research is for you in the future so I feel like you know the setback is only really a year from qualifying as a doctor but all of the pros in undertaking a BSc is absolutely worth it so you know I couldn't recommend it enough. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on to the pod again, Sylvia. I've had the most wonderful time speaking with you. And I'm sure this has been an incredibly informative episode for all of our listeners. So again, thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want more, be sure to check out all our previous episodes ranging from our highly popular open pods, UCAT, BMAT and interview advice episodes and more. Keep an eye out for our new series this academic year and make sure to follow us on our Instagram at how to become a doctor with Dr. Spelt DR for more and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice so you never miss an episode. See you next time. Bye.